Six o'clock, good evening. State arms company Denel has condemned the illegal invasion of its land in Kailicha on the Cape Flats. A group of people led by EFF leaders are continuing to set up shacks on the land. The largest section of the land belongs to Denel, while the city of Cape Town owns the rest. Denel spokesperson Vuyelwa Tlinga says they have laid criminal charges and are approaching the courts for an urgent eviction order. The people that I have been led towards occupying that land are being misled and I think it's very irresponsible because they are being given hope that will not be sustained because obviously if you take people to that land, the provincial government, national government, local government do not have plans for putting in basic services in that land. So it's a, it's, it's a situation that is actually playing with the emotions of those people. More than 20 people left homeless when a hostel was burnt down at Bruntville in Moy River in the Kwanzaa Hotel Midlands are being accommodated in two halls at Moy River Town and Bruntville. Angry community members set a local hostel alight over the weekend, alleging that it has become a haven for criminals. A 22-year-old man was stabbed to death, allegedly by a hostel resident, while walking with his friends. A suspect has been arrested in connection with the murder. The hostel had no electricity and water after the services were cut when residents failed to pay. The mayor of Moim Pofana municipality, Maureen Magubane, says the hostel will be demolished and replaced with other structures. We were already going to demolish the hostel because we had a letter from the Department of Health that it was not in a good condition for people to live there. We are just going to provide them some tents for temporary and we will demolish the hostel. Then we will wait for human settlement to start building the houses. They will be living in tents. Parliament has asked for a further six-month extension to a constitutional court deadline to fix sections of the Sexual Offences Act, criminalising consensual sex between children under the age of 16. The deadline expired last Thursday, but not before the court granted an extension until May. Child rights activists have expressed concern over a new proposal by the Department of Justice. The Centre for the Child's Law, Karina Detroit, explains. The status of that document is unknown, and it is also extremely radical and very controversial. It removes the crimes of statutory rape and statutory sexual violation, which is very extreme. And if that proposal was to be given any serious consideration, we think it would delay the process significantly, and they would need a further extension, and that we would oppose. So while we don't oppose this extension, we are a little bit worried that this new proposal may derail the process. The United Nations has named April 7th as the Day of Remembrance for the victims of the Rwanda genocide. It will commemorate the deaths of 800,000 people who were murdered during the 1994 genocide in Rwanda. Rwanda Ambassador to South Africa, Vincent Karega, says there will be no repeat of the genocide despite ongoing extremist attacks in Nigeria and Kenya. Discipline is very important as far as we are concerned. So as we achieve a lot and then as we go, Probably things will uh, loosen a bit, but uh, he's doing things in the goodness of the people. He's not someone accumulating wealth and promoting corruption or nepotism. He's someone pushing for um, clean water, pushing for anti-malaria, anti-HIV, women in parliament and uh, things like that, but uh, with a lot of discipline. Finally, the head of the Red Cross says Aden in Yemen has become a ghost city after fighting between a Saudi coalition and Shia rebels. Robert Gosson says medical supplies are urgently needed. On Monday, an aid flight to Yemen was held back because of logistical problems. 
The World Health Organization says more than 550 people have died in the conflict between Houthi rebels and forces loyal to the government of President Abrabu Mansur Hadi, who has fled to Saudi Arabia. The BBC's Mike Woodridge. The port of Aden is in effect under siege by the Shiite Houthi fighters as they expand their rebellion southwards across Yemen, so far defying the 13 days of airstrikes by a Saudi-led coalition. Today, an official of the International Red Cross said the war in Aden was on every street, every corner, and the humanitarian situation was catastrophic, to say the least. The Red Cross has appealed for an immediate truce to facilitate aid deliveries and is trying to deploy a team of surgeons to Aden, but still waiting for authorization from the opposing sides. Top story at 6 o'clock. State arms company Denel has condemned the illegal invasion of its land in Kailija on the Cape Flats. I'm Sureshin Pillay, back at half past six.